Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This This is Mocha's Mocha's in the Meantime. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Mocha's in the Meantime. My name is Sarah. And I'm Rachel. And we are both really, really excited to be introducing our wellness series here on the podcast. This is the very first episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The first episode of many um, recurring episodes that will be coming up with this series. And um, you'll learn so much more about it once we dive in. But I just want to start by welcoming you all. Yeah, we are so excited to be launching this series. This really started as like a collaboration with Kathy, who we will be introducing very soon here um, to really just normalize mental health related conversations, because I think it's so important, especially during this time of life to not only prioritize your mental health, but to also feel comfortable sharing about it and talking about it because we're all going through it in different ways. And Mm -hmm. we really hope that this series is a tool for you to check in with both yourself and to maybe even check in with other people around you. And yeah, we're just so excited for all that's to come. And yeah, this is a, you know, pretty short and sweet intro because we're really going to be diving deeper, um, with Kathy very shortly, but yeah, thanks so much for listening and yeah, make sure to stay until the end to learn more about where you can connect with Kathy and just some really cool resources that we've created for this series. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And without further ado, here is our first wellness check. Enjoy. Yay. All right. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today for our first Mocha's in the Meantime wellness check-in. We're really, really excited to be here today with Kathy Ranieri, um, who is a licensed clinical professional counselor practicing in Chicago, and she's been practicing since 2014. Um, Once again, thank you so, so much, Kathy, for being here. Um, I just want to start by giving you the floor um, and an opportunity to just let our listeners know Um, who you are and what brought you to the field of psychology and um, yeah, take it away. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here too. I feel so honored to have had the invitation. Um, But yeah, like you said, I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor and that means um, I am a master's level therapist. Um, I have my own practice in downtown Chicago um, and I have been practicing since 2014, like you said. I I started my career working with children. That's what I I think initially felt really passionate about. And um, over time and during my training, I started working with children sort of older and older. So it went from little guys to middle schoolers to high schoolers, and then eventually made my way to young adults. And I realized when I got there that I actually quite liked this population. And I remember very clearly what it was like for me to be young adult. Um, And there's just so much change and transition and and getting to know yourself and building your identity that is just incredibly fascinating to me um, as a counselor, but also as a human being. So I found that 
you know, I really felt passionate about serving that population. And it ended up really integrating itself well into my career. I worked in a group where we had a relationship with a local college and um, that provided me with a lot of clients um, within that age group. And I started to notice that there are some similar patterns that show up for these individuals. So I felt that, you know, I was able to really build my skill set in that area. And now I find that that's sort of my niche in my current practice. So I'm super excited to, you know, be a guest on a podcast where that's going to be the audience. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing that. And it's so awesome that we were able to connect because, you know, based on your background and interest, I feel like it's such a great partnership for this podcast, which is really discussing young adulthood and all of the ups and downs and in-betweens that come with this age group and um, all the transitions in this time of life. So thank you so much for being here. Um, We did want to touch a little bit about kind of like how this wellness series came about and what we really hope to bring all of you listening um, with this series. Um, basically we, me and Sarah wanted to do a mental health related episode and, um, we were referred to Kathy through another mental health professional. And we really thought it would be just another episode that we have with a guest where it's just one episode talking about, you know, one specific topic for, you know, 45 minutes or however long, but after talking with Kathy, we really felt like, there were so many things we wanted to cover. Like, I don't want to give away what we're going to talk about, but we had so (laughs) many different conversations and ideas that Kathy actually decided to, you know, bring this idea up of maybe we can make this into more than just one episode, but instead really just a series. And we wanted to call it like a wellness check-in just because we want to post these about every month or so to kind of just have you as a listener checking in with your mental health kind of along with us while we talk about different topics. So, yeah. 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 We got really excited and had so many ideas that we couldn't just contain it to one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a really like fruitful discussion, I think. And, and one big theme that I think came from it besides just all these great ideas was that by putting these episodes together, we were hoping to reach listeners and help everybody realize that you're just, you're not alone if you are going through difficult moments um, and just experiencing changes and uncertainty and just emotions that come up for all of us. Um, And we thought this was another really great opportunity to kind of bring people together, get cozy and like, just realize that you're, you're not alone. And there's so many people out there who can help out and who can empathize, who we can, we can all kind of um, relate, I think in a lot of ways. And we wanted a professional like Kathy to, to unpack all of this with us. Um, Cause we think you just bring a lot to it. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess to just maybe like kick off this episode. Um, This is a huge question, Kathy, (laughs) Um, but I kind of want to just, I kind of want to start broad um, and just ask, why do you personally think that mental health is so important to prioritize, especially during this period of young adulthood? And I guess throughout life, but I guess we're talking specifically about this group. 
Yeah, that's, it is a big question, but it's a good question. Um, I, you know, I think that mental health and taking care of and attending to mental health is absolutely important throughout the lifetime. But in terms of this specific season of life, there are so many unique uh, transitions and learning moments and growing moments that happen that can really affect mental health in pretty profound ways. Um, so I think just sort of learning the skill set early, um, if people don't already haven't already developed, I suppose, the skill set for sort of more of a regular self-check-in, I think now is as good a time as any to learn about that and do some self-reflection in that area. Yeah, I think. Um, thinking back to when we first met up with you in our initial discussion, something that really stuck with me was this idea of like learning the skills now, because when you acquire, I don't know, like just skills in like relationship building and communication and, um, right. A lot of these things that we'll be talking about on these episodes, it kind of prepares you for what the rest of the of your life will hold, which are these challenges. They're going to continue coming up. And so I thought that was really mm-hmm. profound. I hadn't thought of it about, I hadn't thought about it in that way. It seemed more like getting through day by day. Um, but I really like kind of not only the day by day, but also that like longer term, just kind of preparation for yourself and giving yourself that opportunity now is like so key to that. So really interesting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, a, a word or a phrase we we had landed on is that it really helps ensure resilience, um, you know, and, and not that we're like anticipating, you know, difficult things or bad things to come. It's more so like, we're just sort of prepared to, to face whatever life brings us. Right. Um, and to feel confident and empowered. Um, and I think that's like the really important take home message is that, you know, these skills can help us throughout the lifetime and, you know, the skills can be learned and they can be mastered. And I think they, are very transferable across contexts. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of like prioritizing mental health, not just when you're in the midst of those like very challenging times, but beforehand, kind of like, like we were saying to really have those tools built in maybe a lower stakes time of life or period. And so when those more stressful periods come up, you just feel a little more equipped to really handle those events. So I like the idea of like using it as like a preventative care rather than just like a bandaid on top of a stress. Um, Yeah. I love that. It's, it's like proactive versus reactive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't think we have to wait until we're really struggling um, to to be skillful, especially if we can open up space or protect some space in our in our day to day to um, kind of like lean into some of this stuff so that we can keep ourselves um, feeling well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because another thing we had spoken about as well is like how stress not only impacts our mental health, but also our physical health. And so I think what you just said kind of reminded me of that point is like, there's so many things that affect how we feel both physically and mentally. And so 
I thought that was a really interesting perspective you brought as well. Could you speak a little more about that too? And just like what you've, I guess, I guess what you know about the interconnection between mental health and physical health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I call it the mind body connection. And I would say that I referenced that pretty much almost daily in my practice. Um, and that's sort of the idea that, you know, the mind and the body are inherently connected. We are one being, even though sometimes I think in our healthcare system, things are kind of, you know, you have a specialist for this and you treat this and you have this foot doctor and you have your head, you know, I think that, you know, we're one being. So um, acknowledging how things are interconnected is really important. So like, for example, um, the stress response, you know, especially we're learning, you know, during and, and after the sort of the most stressful parts of this pandemic, um, stress manifests in so many different ways in the body, you know, people can have um, headaches turning into chronic migraines or um, inflammation, or, um, you know, people often talk about having persistent stomach aches or GI issues, you know, it's all sort of interrelated. I think if we attend to you know, taking care of the stress or tend to a daily self-reflection of just kind of like, how am I feeling? Where am I at? Well, then we can, we can have something tangible to work on. And I think therein lies a little bit of benefit for our body too. You know, sometimes the solution is if people are having a bad day, you know, or they're feeling super overwhelmed by school, sometimes a five or 10 minute walk can do the trick right? Like moving the body, sort of shaking the emotion out a little bit, especially once we've acknowledged it can really go a long way. Yeah. And I think it's good to note that people like primary care doctors are integrating mental health a little bit more and more. I know mm-hmm. like over the years, there's been so much of a stigma around it, even in like the health care community. So um, it's good to know that there are more statistics coming out and studies showing just how connected they are. Um, And hopefully more healthcare professionals are taking that into account because I think it is a really important conversation to be had for physical well-being for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful that uh, most all primary care doctors and general practitioners have integrated it into people's annual physicals. Um, I don't know if you two have been to the doctor lately, but they'll have you fill out the questionnaires that I use in my practice all the time in their offices. So it's, it's great. They have kind of like more of an infrastructure to help support people. Yeah, that is something I've noticed as well. Um, I think prioritizing mental health can also maybe awaken us a bit to like what's happening right now in the present moment with our reality um rather Mm -hmm. than kind of living on autopilot I guess is one way to Mm -hmm. describe it just because I think there is so much going on around us that sometimes we get caught up and we don't really necessarily live in that present moment I know I've felt that way quite a bit um definitely and I was curious if you had anything like um to speak to that, I guess, about like the idea of being present and how like being Mm -hmm. in tune with your mental health can kind of help facilitate that. Um, Yeah, I think it sounds like what you're getting at is um, a little bit about like insight work, 
You know, I think mm-hmm. when we're when we're more able to be present and engaged in our day to day, we are able to increase our insight about like where we're at, where we were, where we want to go. Um, but I also think part of being present is being able to live more fully um, and really mm. feel engaged, right? So when we're living on autopilot or, you know, things feel so stressful that things are just kind of like passing us by and feeling out of control, um, that can be hard because then we wake up and we're like, oh my gosh, what happened? You know, the m- whole month has passed me by or a whole semester, even worse, mm. you know, and it's, it's difficult to live that way um, because we want to take advantage of, of our present moment. Hmm. And kind of similarly to this idea, I think also when you start unraveling mental health and like all of these sort of things, um, whether that's through therapy or other avenues, I think it does help you kind of wake up to even your own coping mechanisms and patterns of thinking and behavior that maybe haven't been serving you when you were in that kind of autopilot mode. I know just for me personally, after starting therapy, I realized like, wait, I didn't even notice I was doing this thing or thinking in this thought pattern that's like not serving me or isn't actually true or whatever it may be. So I think it also can wake you up to things you didn't even know were maybe unhealthy to your happiness or life as well. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think sometimes those things, you know, I, I often call them adaptations, like those don't get there for no reason. Um, and it's okay to acknowledge if they're not serving you anymore. You know, there was a time when maybe it was effective and, and helpful. Um, but since we're human beings and we're so dynamic and we're always changing, especially in an adulthood when there's so many changes happening, um, I think it's important to tune into those things and just recalibrate. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like tending to these things and just like you've both been mentioning, like maybe just becoming more aware and awakened. And like, I think you said living more fully. Is that what you would say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. In doing that and like just getting more in tune, I feel like we're more able to then function like in our everyday lives as well, not only be present, but maybe like reach our potential or find our creativity at work or with friends, um, showing up for relationships too. I think taking care of your own mental health in turn can also, you know, translate to those relationships as well. And like helping those grow and build and you being there for others too. Absolutely. And that's the point, right? We want to, um, you know, feel more fulfillment. And I think that's difficult to do when we are struggling to be engaged or be present. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you have you noticed a lot more of these ideas about presence and like, I don't know, I guess just thinking about mental health and wellness, like throughout the pandemic, I'm just curious, like, if you've noticed certain patterns among people that you've been counseling just related to how the pandemic affected mental health too. Um, just cause it is mm-hmm. such a chaotic time, like kind of a reckoning, honestly. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think when it was at its, its peak sort of scariness in March and April of 2020, um, 
it honestly was rather difficult to be present. You know, there was a lot going on in the world. People were afraid to leave their homes. There was a lot going on politically. Um, you know, there was just a lot of uncertainty and unknowns. And I think a lot of people, um, I mean, there was, there was no way that we ever could have prepared for this, by the way. So it was, it was difficult to tolerate that discomfort. You know, um, but I think as we'll find um, as the series goes on, there there are a lot of things that we can access to help ourselves manage that discomfort. Like perhaps we can't make it go away or we can't, you know, change that the pandemic is happening right now, but we can change, um, you know, what we do with that and mm-hmm. how we react and how we make meaning from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which like kind of goes back to the whole piece of resilience that we were talking about before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people for the first time really kind of checked in with their mental health even during this time, um, especially when things were fully shut down and no one was going anywhere. I feel like a lot of people maybe had that sort of awakening And so hopefully with this series and everything, we can kind of continue people thinking about it more, even past the pandemic and just that like initial extreme moment, I guess. Yeah, Mm. that's a really great point. Yeah, I I absolutely saw that in my practice of it really, um, really forced us all to slow down. Uh, when we never really had expected that, right? And we had to sort of take stock of things. But I think you're, um, it's apt to mention that, well, here we are now. Um, how do we sort of keep that awakening ongoing, right? Or like keep up with that? Um, you know, there were a lot of things I think that came out of the pandemic and the slowing down that we can't just leave behind or, or, or nor should we. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of important learning that happened. I think, I think we learned, um, at least what I noticed was that we were all moving really, really fast, really, really fast, which mm-hmm. is great and productive. And when we were moving really fast, did we, um, you know, leave any time for ourselves or was it enough time for ourselves and, and, um, taking stock of the things that are really meaningful in our lives mm-hmm. that I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of insights (laughs) that's come out of this time for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was so interesting kind of just diving a little bit into mental health and the importance of it. And we're really going to dive a little bit deeper um, in the coming months. Um, You'll see episodes really related to very specific mental health topics. So just get excited for that and just learning more from Kathy. Um, Again, thank you so much for partnering with us to do this series. We're really excited for all that it has um, to offer and just very excited. So thanks again. (laughs) Sure. So we talked about doing um, a check out at the end of our episode. So um, to kick it off for our series, today's check out is a uh, just really quick five minute mental health uh, check in or checklist um, that we're going to have available to you on my website, which is 
blakeshorecounselinggroup.com and on my Instagram, um, as well as yours. So you guys can find that there to download and have handy for yourselves. Um, but I would suggest, you know, a way to check in with yourself each day would be just asking yourself, you know, have I had enough sleep? Um, have I drank enough water? Do I need to eat something? Or can I show myself a bit of kindness? Or would it be helpful for me to show somebody else some kindness or grace today? So if that resonated with you and you'd want a little bit more, feel free to check out our websites and we would love to share it. Um, so yeah, that's there for you. Yeah, we've got some great resources that Kathy has created that I'm really excited to like post on my my refrigerator and, you know, just kind of getting in that mindset of of a check in, I think is really helpful for just being in tune with your mental health. So I just want to thank you so much for that. And just for like Rach said, partnering with us. I'm really pumped to just see what comes out of these episodes and um, hopefully reach some folks. So Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So thanks so much for listening to that first episode. Um, It was really just a way to kind of introduce our series and just give you a little bit of context of why we believe this whole series is going to be important and why mental health is important. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and definitely subscribe on Spotify because you won't want to miss what is next. Yeah. And if you like what you heard today and want to connect with Kathy and learn more, we've got her website linked in the episode description. So feel free to click on that. Um, and also if you want to download any of the resources that she's been creating both for this episode and for future wellness checks, the information for that can also be found in the episode description. And let me say these resources are amazing that Kathy's been working on. They look beautiful, super aesthetic, and also of course, some great tips on there. So I highly encourage you all to just check it out. Um, and you know, print things out, post them on your fridge, wherever you want in your home. And yeah, we're really, we're really pumped about those resources. I think. Yeah. I'm definitely going to print some out and maybe put them in my little work office. It's just like a little self-care reminder. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like have it as like a background on my computer or something that might be. Yeah. (laughs) That's what's great about these two is that they're PDFs, So you can both digitally put them like on your background or wherever, or print them out if you have a printer. So, and they're beautiful. Like they look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. All right. Well, we will catch you all next time and wish you all the best. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.